Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today on a Saturday morning where we talk about, try and talk about something contemporary, something going on. We're always talking about the Word of God as it relates to our lives. But on Saturdays, we try and talk about maybe something in the news or something in one of the bigger issues in our culture and so on. And today, I'd like to talk about a the area of wokeness and the new language associated with wokeness, particularly the words diversity, equity, and inclusion. It'd be an interesting talk. I hope you can stick along, stick around with me. Um, it's this is very much in the news. It's always in the news here in America. If you're tuning in from another country. Uh, These are things that we talk about quite a bit that's become quite political hot-button issues. So I realize I'm walking on some thin ice, and I hope you'll stick with me, even if you may not agree with my political positions or my descriptions here, because you hold a different political position. Hang in there and see if you might not agree by the end of the time. This was in the news recently because a particular Uh, I've forgotten her name, but a very popular conservative commentator was speaking about wokeness and was asked to define what does that mean? What does wokeness mean? And she had difficulty doing it. She was kind of put on the spot, stumbled over words, and wasn't really able to come up with a definition. Now, this is kind of interesting because I think this is uh, a little bit of turnabout as fair play. In the here in, in the last year or so, Matt Walsh came out with a video entitled "What is the What is a Woman?" and it was a, a movie that he was having. You can see it over on Daily Wire. You have to get past the paywall and get a membership. I think you can get one for just a month if you like. But it's a very interesting movie, worth watching. It's really worth watching. Called "What is a Woman." in which uh, all these people who are into the gender transitioning of people can't define what a woman is. And that's a big, big question. If you're, you know, what is a woman? They can't define it without using the word woman. For instance, they would say it's someone who wants to identify as a woman. Well, what is a woman? And they couldn't define it. Well, we know what it is. A woman is an adult female. And as our culture struggles with this whole idea of transitioning, uh, the, these, it, it, this movie answers a lot of those questions. It's worth watching. But today I want to talk about how that was turned back on one of our, our people. What is wokeness? What does that mean? And she had difficulty describing it. So today I'd like to talk about what is wokeness. To me, wokeness, to define it, it simply means this, wokeness in our modern uh, terminology means that you now, your eyes are awakened, you are awakened, you now see our world and everything in our world in terms of structures or systems of oppressed and oppression, primarily in terms of race and gender. And so a woke person now looks at the United States, they now look at our education system, they now look at our government, They now look at the church. They now look at you as if everything falls into you. You're either the oppressed or the oppressor based on who you are. If you're based on your race, based on your gender, based on your uh, things of this nature. And those are the primary primary areas. This is what we might call cultural Marxism. Karl Marx, as you know, taught that uh, that 
the history of the world is all a, a cycle or a, a struggle between the bourgeois and the proletariat. The bourgeois were the people in power, and it was he saw primarily as economic. The proletariat were the people not in power, the oppressed. And he saw everything in terms of you're either the oppressed or the oppressor. The rich people, the people who own things, the landowners, the business owners, were the bourgeois, the proletariat, uh, the uh, the the oppressor and the, the people who worked for them who didn't have things, the lowly people, they were the proletariat. And he saw the, the, the role, history would always, the proletariat, the oppressed would rise up to overthrow the oppressed. And then when that happened, then the world would be a good place. Well, we don't see that happening, do we? Wherever that has occurred, wherever Marxism has come in, and, as, and we've had these revolutions, uh, the outcome has been pretty bad. A lot of people murdered, and it wasn't any better. Why? Because Marxism is a false religion. It's not an economic system. It's a religion. It's a philosophy of life. It's saying that the basic problem in the world is economic, whereas we know that the basic problem in the world is sin. We are alienated from God. People are sinful people, and they, the answer is to be redeemed through faith in Jesus Christ and to become the people God wants us to be, to live by God's ways. Marxism believes that, that systems are bad, not people. That if the system is changed, everything will be fine. Christianity believes people are sinful, and the people need to change. Now, we don't deny that systems can be evil. We don't de deny that there can be bad governments and bad, bad educational systems and so on. But, but ultimately, the issue is people, the, the, the systems are only the reflection of the bad people. And people are bad because we're in rebellion against God. And the solution is not to change the system. The solution is to change the people, or specifically, to redeem the people, to save the people, to bring the people into relationship with God. Wokeness is very different. Wokeness does not believe that. Wokeness does not believe that, that, I mean, whether there's a God is irrelevant. It's about all about society. Religion ought to be about our relationship with God. Woke religion only looks at the horizontal. This is why some, you know, people would say all religions are essentially the same because they leave God out of the picture. No one can say all religions are the same if, if you talk about God, because religions have fundamentally different ideas about God. But if you're saying that religion only is about how we treat our fellow man, you can have this. I need to move on here. I want to talk about this language, the new language, once we under, define what wokeness is. But the question is, what does it mean to be woke? Well, it means to see all of life in terms of systems of oppression and the oppressed, in our country, it's saying that we, uh, we are a racist country with white supremacy everywhere that favors, uh, that discriminates against people of color and discriminates against people of different sexual orientations and discriminates against women. That's what it means. And wokeness means I now see it. I didn't understand this before. My privilege blinded me to this. Now I see that everything is racist. Everyone is racist. Everyone's a bigot. Everyone's prejudiced. They may not even realize it. This is what it means to be woke. And we don't believe this. I don't believe this. Because it's basically saying your, your, your lack of virtue has to do with 
nothing to do with your heart, nothing to do with knowing God, nothing to do with repenting. It has everything to do with your what class you're a part of. Are you a part of the, the privileged class, white, cisgender, they would call it, in other words, heterosexual, uh, uh, male, etc.? And so you, we wonder here is the question, is it really woke or is it indoctrinated? You know, many people send their kids off to college, and these days even high school, and they're shocked with how what their children come home and believe. Their children come home and they, they hate their parents. Their children come home and they think their parents are evil. They think their family's evil. They think their church is evil. They think their nation's evil. They think every company's evil. Every corporation's evil. They think everything's evil except the university that's indoctrinating them. And is it woke or is it, are there, has there been indoctrination? The big thing that's being discussed are the words diversity, equity, and inclusion. Now, this is really, really significant words. They have a big impact upon our culture. This last week in America, one of our largest banks failed, and it threatens to bring down our entire banking system, which if that happens, and we're not out of the woods yet, but if that happens, it, that, that brings down the banking system, that brings down the economic system of America, and if it brings down the economic system of, Amer of America, trust me, it'll bring down the economies of the world. And where did this get started? The Sil SVB, Silicon Valley Bank, which has, is a woke bank, one of the largest banks in America, but it is woke. Indeed, we've seen here and discovered that in the last year, eight months of, this, of, of 2022, they did not even have a risk manager, a director of risk management, but they did have a director of, of uh, a manager of uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. They were sure to have diversity, equity, and inclusion, but not risk management. Consequently, the bank failed. They did not know what their risk was. And now people are out of jobs, the economy is threatened, and so on. What does this mean? Let's look at for a minute at these words. Diversity, what does that mean? Question is, diversity or just division? Diversity, the code is code word, really. It does, it, it theoretically simply means you have a diverse uh, representation. But what is that representation of? Diversity of thought? Diversity of ideas? No, that's not what it means. It means diversity primarily of experience, background, diversity of race, diversity of sexual uh, orientation, diversity of gender. If a company is going to be diverse, it's not asking, do we have people who bring different thoughts to the table, but do they bring different backgrounds? Were they raised differently? Do they have different skin colors? Do they have different... Uh, uh, sexual orientations? Do we have enough gays? Do we have enough LGBT people here to, to say that we actually are diverse? That takes precedence over ability. That takes precedence over uh, the, the, the capacity to perform the job or the capacity to bring thoughtful ideas. It's assumed that simply because you're different, that's what that in and of itself is what's sought after. Equity. Is the court equity or equality? Our nation was built on the, the hope, the ideal of equality, that everyone has a fair chance and that everyone would be equal before the law and that we would not discriminate on the basis of, of, uh, uh, of, of outward unchangeable qualities such as race. 
Equity, on the other hand, means equality of outcome, that it assumes you will have an equal number of a representation of people. If you don't have an equal representation of people based on race, gender, sexual orientation, that somehow the system was set up to discriminate against those people. Last week on Bill Maher, who I don't watch, but I do see clips of him, he talked to Bernie Sanders. And he asked Bernie Sanders, he said, he said, basically, I think we confuse the words equality and equity. And he asked Bernie Sanders. Now, Bernie Sanders, if you don't know, is a socialist. Bernie Sanders would be the epitome of equity. He's senator, chairman of our uh, finance committee in the, in the Senate. And he was asked, what's the difference between equality and equity? And he began to answer. And then halfway through the sentence, he stumbled and said, I don't know. I don't know the answer. And, and Bill Maher asked him, well, which do you agree in? Equality, which means everyone has an equal opportunity, or equity, and that is there is a, a, a representation of outcome. And Bernie Sanders' response was, I, well, I believe in equality. Well, then he, good for him. So do we. So do we. Equity means you've got to have a certain number of people, whether they're qualified or not, whether they won the race or not. For instance, equity would be to say an NBA team has to have a certain percentage of white people, black people, Asian people, etc., on the team to have an equity, not, not the best players, but the but a representation you have to have a make sure there's an LGBT person on every team make sure there's there there's a woman on every team this is what equity would require the next word is inclusion the question is is it inclusion or intolerance because in the process of of saying that there must be people of every group represented in a company or in a in a school or things like this, that it's not based on merit or did I earn it, but it's required that there be certain numbers of people there. And if not, it's because not because they did not earn it or they're not good enough. It's because the system itself was prejudiced and discriminatory. But anyone who says, no, it's got to be on the basis of merit. You've got to earn this position is excluded. The idea is the system must be safe, and inclu inclusion requires that it must be safe for people even who aren't qualified or who even who uh, display really, shall we be honest, perverse uh, lifestyles. They must be included in this system. So what we have here is diversity, equity, inclusion, and what I'd like to contend is that this is the language of a new religion, the religion of wokeness. Re wokeness is simply cultural Marxism. Marxism has always failed. It failed economically in the Soviet Union. It failed economically. It's failing economically in places like Cuba, North America, or excuse me, North Korea, uh, Venezuela. It's failed in China. They've turned from their Marxism shall we say, to a capitalism for, for their economic success. And once Marxism failed as an economic system, it lived on in the university and, and it changed, it morphed into a cultural system, basically continuing to believe that all of life is based on oppression and oppressed. You're the bad guy if you're part of the class that oppresses. 
you're the good guy if you're in the class that's being oppressed. It sets Americans against one another. It sets people against one another based on, on, on your race, based on your sexual orientation, based on your gender. Folks, this is not good. This is not good. We're not for racism. We're not for discrimination. We're not for hatred. And in the name of, of uh, what wokeism and cultural Marxism does is it, it develops, it brings about division. It, it brings about intolerance. It brings about hatred. It sets people against one another. Unfortunately, it's seeping its way into some of our churches. It's seep, it, it, because it can seem, I mean, who could be against diversity? Who can be against including others? Who can be against equality? And, and these words, if we understand what they mean and what the people who are using them mean, they have a nefarious goal and definition. But if you don't understand on the surface, who could be against these things? Well, nobody could be against that. I'm, as a Christian, I'm certainly not against it until we understand what's behind it, the woke agenda of a cultural Marxism. Believe me, there's no room for true Christian faith in Marxism. Marxism has always, it, it has an earthly utopia that leaves no room for a religion. It demands the power be given to the state, and the state is the one who's going to create all goodness. So, well, I could go on. I think as we see in our world today, a lot of people don't know what these words mean, and they naively accept them. And then there's others who are have embraced them fully, and we see it will fail. The statement out there, go woke, go broke. The companies that are embracing uh, DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion, are dying, D-I-E. They're dying. They are, um, they're losing people. They're alienating people. And indeed, in cases like SVB, the Silicon Valley Bank, they're failing. They're failing, and the and that failing affects others. Don't be don't be deceived. Don't be naive. This is not to say that we're to hate people. This is not to say that we don't value people's differences. This is not to say that we're not uh, that we don't want to reach people and love people and care about people who are different than us. In fact, we're the ones who do. We're the ones who say the love of Christ enables us to reach out to people who are different and love them in spite of their differences. We may not celebrate their sin, but we love them. We care about them. And, and we believe God, in the, when it comes to race, we believe God makes everyone just the way he made them. That's what we believe. When it comes to certain behaviors, we believe that even if people do behaviors that are wrong, we still love them. We have the answer. Wokeness doesn't. Diversity, equity, and inclusion, code words for things we don't want to believe in, don't have the answer. I share this today because we should be not be naive. We should be discerning and wise. And in the world in which we live today, let's be that. Let's understand what Scripture says. Now, one last verse. Scripture says, Awake, sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. The truly woke ought to be us believers. And we awake to see that the answer isn't in political systems. The answer is not in changing the politics, changing the systems, that's what Marxism teaches. That's what this radical left teaches. The answer is in people finding Christ. Wherever we are, ever we, wherever we go, we're the light of the world. 
We should be awake. We should be Christ shining in us, and we're the light of the world. Amen? Father in heaven, we bless you today, and we thank you for shining on us, awakening us to what righteousness is, awakening us to what the real needs of life are. Lord, we pray for righteous systems. We pray for a righteous government. We pray for righteous education. We pray for righteous uh, uh, corporations and business dealings. We pray for all these things to be reflective of what is good and right and true, that we might be blessed of you. We pray, Lord, help us to be wise and discerning in the culture in which we live, the words that are used around us, the, the waters in which we swim, so that we might know how to navigate them with great wisdom, great understanding. Help us, Lord, know how not to alienate people, but to win them to faith in Jesus Christ, and how we pray for a great awakening in our land, not awakening unto cultural Marxism, not awakening unto uh, uh, political positions, but awakening unto the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray for this. Give us wisdom and boldness in the world in which we live, we pray. In Jesus' name we ask, amen <coughs> and amen. Excuse me. Say, I take off today. I'm going to be in Florida next week preaching at the University of Florida. If you live in Gainesville, go out, go ahead and come on out and join me on the campus. I'll be out there each day, each afternoon, either in Turlington Plaza or on Plaza of the Americas, one of the two, and uh, hope for a great time down there. Keep me in prayer. And otherwise, let me tell you, we get here every day in the Word. Tomorrow, we'll be looking at some Christian music, talking about it, what it means. But we come here every day, 8.30 a.m. I hope you'll join me. If you're new, welcome. If you're here regularly, thanks for being along. God bless you. I love you. And we'll see you tomorrow morning, 8.30 or later in the day, if you can watch the video anytime on uh, today's Daily Word and Prayer. God bless you. Bye-bye.